0: life right now.
1: I know, right? It's fun.
0: I have been so excited about this all week to record another episode. Well,
1: there's something about, we talk a lot of Marco Polo and stuff, but there's something about being together.
0: Yes. Oh, because like we hardly ever see each other face to face, like in the same room. We're always texting or Marco Poloing, right? right? Yeah. So yeah, this is way fun. Yeah, this is better. I love it. Okay. So I had one thing that I wanted to talk about or clarify from last week yeah because when i went back and listened and (sighs) i i kind of felt bad okay my relationship with my mom is extremely complicated and she is a very complicated person she loves the gospel you know i wonder if most people have somebody in their life that is like this oh i'm sure but, like, she puts it in a, ahead of everything else.
1: Well, the generation she came from, yes. that's what they did. They lived and breathed it. Yes. To yes. a fault.
0: Yes. And I see that the church has hurt my mom. Right. And I won't really share her story because it's her story. Yeah. But she, and I would, I would say that she even recognizes that the mm-hmm. church has hurt her and that there are things about the church that hurt her. But... She thinks, she is fully, fully believing that the church is her only source of happiness. Mm -hmm. And that she could never find happiness outside the church. Mm -hmm. I wonder why she thinks that.
1: Yeah. Do do you... uh, I don't know. I I do. I know. I know exactly.
0: (laughs) I was like, you really don't know? I'm I'm joking. I mean, what is it with the freaking church that they... They make us fearful of life outside the church.
1: It reminds me of a of a speech or a talk we just heard by Brad oh, Wilcox.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that does remind me I of I mean, that. have you ever heard someone so angry?
0: Oh my gosh.
1: He was so angry and he was spewing fear into fear. the youth.
0: The fear, I mean, when he said, if you leave the church, you will lose everything. everything. And he he repeated that mm-hmm. twice.
1: Mm-hmm. Everything. So absolute. Everything. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And I was talking to my daughter about it. She didn't listen to the talk, but I just kind of told her some things that he said. And I said, "Do you think that the youth, like these kids who are listening to him, that they can see through that?" And she's like, "Yeah." I. She's like, "I think most kids these days I hope so can see through that because it feels so manipulative."
1: Yeah, but. They're are still kids, and they're That's the ones true. that are showing up to these yeah. firesides. Are the are the faithful ones? Maybe most of them are the ones yeah. really trying.
0: But don't you think there's also ones who are like doubting, grappling, Absolutely. really trying to stay? So yeah. they're like, we're gonna go listen to Brad Wilcox.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean,
0: you know what's funny is I really used to like him, and Not that too. that really talk. Fit, the grace talk that the really grace fit, talk. that cha- that was really so big for
1: powerful. Me. Yes. So what too. happened? What the hell happened? I don't in? know because it, it, the church is, you know, the apologists they've they've tried to get away from everything he was talking about. It's like, oh yeah, it's like he reverted thirty years yes. back to church yeah. doctrine.
0: We went back to the nineties, yeah. wh- what we grew up in, right. hearing yeah. all of this bullshit. You it's know, really bad. <laughs> the th- the things the thing he said about race I I was literally just mm-hmm. you've got to be shitting me. Like, like,
1: why didn't the blacks get the priesthood sooner? That's the wrong question. What about the white people? What about us poor white people? Why didn't we get it sooner? It's terrible.
0: Yeah. Terrible. No white people were waiting for the priesthood. Oh my gosh. No I mean He is the worst. The the black saints in the early days, they were helping to build the mm-hmm. temple that they could never enter. Mm-mm. They were paying tithing. They were laying bricks. Faithful, physical, like They had they had members of their family die Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that they knew they'd never see again because they were not sealed to them. Right. They they were faithful, believing they believed this bullshit. But and so their feelings were so valid. Like even though even though we know that it's all bullshit, they thought I can't be sealed to my spouse or my kids. They have a baby, it dies. What then? They never get to see that baby Mm -hmm. again. So they were taught that they were not good enough to be.
1: You can give us the ten percent. You can do all the work. You can help. You can serve and do all this, but you don't get any of the the blessings. And then
0: they're like praying for for new revelation to hopefully be. Oh, oh, it's just
1: like twelve year old daughter. She's just like mom. What's this all about? So
0: she saw it. I'm
1: like, honestly, let's have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she saw what I share.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's
1: like, I don't. So you, the blacks couldn't have the priesthood; they couldn't go to the temple. Oh, I'm like, oh, she yeah. didn't even know. She didn't know.
0: Yeah. I As didn't a twelve-year-old, yeah,
1: I didn't know. Until yeah, it's the not surprising thousands. that a
0: twelve-year-old didn't know.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it's it's bad. And then
0: and then the bullshit about trying to make girls. Oh God, I can't stand anything more. Than the pandering and the and the
1: Why don't you mansplain patronizing. it? Ma- yeah. it to us, Brad. The patronizing
0: of girls and women. Guess what? You're the only ones in the whole world that can go to the temple without the priesthood.
1: Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> oh, he's the worst. What?
0: I mean, really.
1: Do you know what really Blew my the mind. The one that part that made me sad is when he's watching his little girls pretend oh. to play church. And he made a joke and about he says, it. You know, how uncomfortable that made him to watch them pretend to pass the sacrament. And then he says all other churches. Yes, are pretending. They're pretending. <sighs> they're pretend playing to play church. And I just thought, oh. I thought the church. no other church can have God or Christ. Only right. us.
0: Right. It's all fake. It's all it's fake. All pretend.
1: You're just pretending and how sad.
0: I really thought that the church was making efforts to, you know, be allies with other churches. I
1: think they were.
0: Yeah. Until. But
1: I think it's for show. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all for show.
0: Yeah, I believe that, too. And
1: Brad's actually just showing us the church's true colors. The
0: church's true colors.
1: They're going to say this, but really...
0: Yeah, and I've heard people say, oh, Brad's going to be in so much trouble. I don't think he is. I mean, he's in trouble with the people.
1: Well, he got called out.
0: He got called out, but, like, I don't think he's in trouble with the leadership of the church because he did not say anything that they don't believe. Yeah, it'll
1: be really interesting. Well, where do you think he's getting his material for the talk that he's given multiple times? Yeah. Many, many stake Mm -hmm. leaders... Um, other, I mean, many leaders have heard him. He hey, Get this talk for years and years and years, and he continues to give it. So that, that's the thing that blows me he's, away. He's not worse doing anything wrong.
0: Anything else is that In nobody stopped and said, "Hey, Brad, this is not a good look for you."
1: But did you see those poor people on the stage? Oh my gosh! Hands? Yeah. If they could have melted, I know. Into the he seats, kept like going. They got oh. lower and lower, and their hands are—I mean, cringe. So they recognized cringe. it. Oh, you, yeah. If you yeah. look at it, their body language is so uncomfortable. Oh
0: yeah. The guy, like at one point, he's just like, yeah. Sorry, I'm 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 doing facial. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can't see me. He's covering recording. his
1: eyes. He's trying he's, to hide. I he doesn't want he to is. be there. He is. Yeah. So uncomfortable.
0: It is so
1: painful it's Ugh. bad so go find it it's yeah. on youtube yeah if you it haven't the heard it of February 6th 6th uh, 2022 Brad yep. Wilcox fireside youth fireside oh it's yeah. terrible
0: it's really terrible so if you don't want to be completely triggered don't go see it but right that's true. and and you know honestly uh I think we're all dumber for having listened to it
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you think it's gonna get better it doesn't it gets I worse. Lost
0: brain cells. <laughs> Listening to it, I just really felt like I just wasted.
1: Well, anyways, you know, he's written books, he's like, he's very high up. He's in the general young men's presidency. I mean, he has a lot of influence over the youth,
0: the youth, but he wasn't funny like, none of his jokes were funny. Like, I just was
1: coming from anger, yeah. And I just don't
0: think the youth were buying it, but
1: yeah, I hope so. That's my
0: hope, really. And honestly, I guess we probably should be happy when shit like this happens because I feel like it just. It just speeds up the process. So I did
1: have some people who are very active respond yes, to my video too. of him saying that was cringy. Me too. Uh, that was gross. Me so I'm too. Okay, like, hey, people are paying attention. Yeah, I was
0: surprised. Yeah. by multiple responses I got on Instagram yeah. to things that I shared.
1: And by I'm, always, people that, I'm always looking to see who's who's watching my stuff and my mom and my sisters and yeah. they don't ever respond. They never. They're respond. watching it. Yeah. They're looking at it. So. Yeah.
0: Cause you know, their silence is all they know how to, how to, um,
1: if you want to be enraged. Oh man. So So anyways,
0: yeah. I mean, that's, that's the church that my mom grew up in and that's why she behaves the way she does. And she has so much guilt and shame and pain Mm -hmm. wrapped up in her glorious joy of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And it has strained I think every relationship yeah. she has.
1: She's not trying to be. No. Thoughtful or mean, but this is. She's a, not trying to be terrible. This is all she knows how to do.
0: Yeah, it's really difficult. And really, and I really do tries still to to sh- love my mom. She
1: shows, I mean, she tries to show up and be as much as she can a part of you guys' lives. As best as she can, she does. I just, I, I for sometimes wonder. Self. It's
0: some of some, somewhat of a generational thing, for sure. And then it, a huge part of it is the church. And I mean, our relationship was strained way before I left the church, yeah. right? Like it's no different. Actually, yeah. my mom has actually been really pretty accepting and loving mm-hmm. as I left the church. But so, but the church is all part of that. So I just yeah. wanted to clarify because I really sounded like a brat. Like, and I, I, I think people can empathize or. Or they have these people in their lives where it's like so complicated because it's like, I do love this person, but like it's so hard to be in a relationship fully with them because it's not healthy, it's toxic, it's hard. I don't think
1: you sounded like a brat, but I know a lot of the story. Yeah. So I can see where you're coming from. But it is what it is. It is very complicated. Mothers and daughters are very (sighs) complicated in the best circumstances. Right. Yes.
0: And maybe that's why, maybe that's why... The name of our podcast is really great, the Dissident Daughters. Right, because <laughs> being a daughter is—we um, uh, <laughs> haven't always been the best it's challenging. daughters, challenging, but it's yeah. So
1: whatever, I've been a kick ass daughter. You have been no. a kick ass daughter. <laughs> whatever, I my we have disappointed
0: that. our mothers, well, our that's parents.
1: This week's topic. On oh yes, parenting. Yes, um, we can unpack a little bit about that. Yes, so, yes. Growing up in the Mormon Church. Um, and being born into it and what mm-hmm. what that means because you're not being really raised by just parents you're being yeah. raised by the church and all the leaders and 3 hours of church every week where mm-hmm. you're hearing things repeated over and over and over since you were a, a infant mm-hmm. like from nursery mm-hmm. on up i mean you're getting so much so oh, yeah like, I wanted to, I mean, the indoctrination is brilliant.
0: It's very deep. It's very, it's just all the way. I
1: I wanted to share this quote and see if you've heard it. I'm sure you have. David O. McKay, prophet, (laughs) right? No other success can compensate for failure in the home. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I knew so many people that had that like quote yep. up on their wall, like mm-hmm. right when you walk in the door, And that's how many what you times saw. did you
1: hear that at church?
0: Oh, all the time. Ladies'
1: Society lessons, Young Women's lessons. Yeah. I mean, it was all about being a mother, <clears throat> growing up, being a mother, um, yeah. staying home, raising your children to be righteous. Yeah. Children of God. Yeah. So good luck. Yeah. I mean, that's how, so when I went into parenthood, that's all I knew how to do. So I continued that to mother my children how I was mothered, and how the church tells you—it's pretty. I mean, they have a pretty, like, oh, yeah. nice checklist of things you need to do. Mm-hmm. So, growing up, I made a list of of things that were we couldn't do. My parents enforced rules, right? So, okay. here were some of the things. Of course, I, I think most LDS people okay. did this, but they didn't. It's not like commandments, so yeah.
0: But some people are more extreme than others. Right. So, I yeah, I want to hear your list. So, my
1: family's, and I went over this with my husband too. We, okay. uh, we were talking about so no swearing. Okay. No rated our movies. And oh, I yes. No rated time, R movies. One time, me and my, um, one of my friends, we were 18 and we wanted to go see something to talk about Julia Roberts in a the theater. Oh. But it was rated R, and I agonized at the ticket counter if we should go see that, and we ended up not seeing it, because uh, I just, like, couldn't live with myself.
0: Yes. Yep. I had the rated R movie thing. Right? Yeah. Oh, Big. yeah. Big.
1: And that one kind of was a profit thing. Like, they said, don't watch R movies or something. It's Maybe. not a commandment. Yeah. But I mean,
0: they definitely talk, to, they talk about it in The Strengths for Youth. It's like yes. your, your media, the stuff you're listening right. and watching. M- yeah. Music. Yeah.
1: That brings me to TV shows. We were not allowed in my house to watch MTV. Oh. So, of course...
0: You wanted wanted to. what's
1: on MTV that I'm not supposed to watch? I know. So I would sneak it Mm -hmm. at at night when everyone's in bed, and I would go downstairs, and I would see it, and I was like, what is, there's, this is dumb. Yeah. And Three's Company stands out to me.
0: What? We watch that all the time. My mom
1: said, we're not going to watch Three's Company because it's people that are living together, not married. Not married. married. Even though they're not, like, in a romantic relationship. Oh, my god. We couldn't play face cards, which has totally changed now. But that was a theme. Yeah,
0: your family was way more than my family.
1: Here's the sex talk I got when I... First of all, you can't date till you're 16, right? That was pretty hard and fast. That was hard and fast. And the sex talk I got from my mom was when I started dating, don't sit in a parked car with a boy. Hmm. That was it. Because that's going to get you in trouble.
0: That's actually more than I got.
1: I got nothing. You got nothing. No. So that was the extent... So I didn't think it was a big deal driving down to St. George with my boyfriend to have just to have sex while we we're driving because oh. we weren't parked. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you that. How did
0: you not die He's, in a fiery crash? He's very skilled. He was a
1: very skilled driver. <laughs> it was great. We're flying down the highway. Oh my I don't even know. I think we got on cruise control. But I kept thinking, well, I'm not parked.
0: Oh. And it's not like we
1: hadn't done it before. So We we know we're doing it. That's a good one, right? So I never, I didn't, well, I probably didn't. Your mom thought that you would
0: have to be parked in order to do something like that. I
1: was like, like, well, I'm not parked. So kids are smart.
0: (laughs) You know how to get around the rules. I
1: remember in Young Women's Learning, I was going to get my own planet.
0: Oh, yes. And I was like
1: creating a planet in my. Oh yeah. About what oh, doing. I've
0: done that my whole life. Like, you know, when right? you, like when something seems so wrong or backwards or or unjust, you're yeah. like, when I get my own planet, right. I'm gonna do it this way. You I'm gonna change it. look
1: just like Hawaii. My, mine,
0: I was gonna I was gonna get rid of women having periods. Like yes. that's the worst thing ever, right? right? Absolutely. So why? Why do we yeah? Right? Yeah. Yes. It like, doesn't have to be that way.
1: Perfect world. I'm a god, there so I can no, make it there will whatever. be no there's no acne, there's no periods. <laughs> There's no weight gain,
0: mm, no gross stuff.
1: Temple worship was a big thing. I watched my parents oh, yeah. iron their their temple oh. clothes and go every week. Now, for did most you time.
0: see like the temple, the envelopes with the temple stuff in it with the with the? Apron? I only
1: saw the suitcases. I never okay, saw yeah. what was in it until I. I went through the temple. Yeah,
0: neither did I. That was shocking. But my parents, and we have to do a whole it. episode about the temple. But yeah, my parents planet. were very devoted temple goers. Yes. I'm pretty sure. They went every single week, like my entire life. Yeah. I mean, there might have been weeks here and there that they missed, but same with mine. Like they were extreme temple builders. Right? I felt like that was extreme. I mean,
1: I just it was normal to me because that's what they did. And then oh, so when much. I was like twelve, if, if you were babysitting and they were going to the temple, you babysat for free. Oh, like, absolutely. That was a service, right? But I
0: always babysat for
1: free. Oh. <laughs> I never got paid. You got paid for babysitting. I hated babysitting, <clears> but when <throat> I did, and they weren't going, to yeah, temple, I. They would pay me. But, oh, my gosh. Um, one of my genealogy. Oh, genealogy. yes. Genealogy. Oh, yes. Both of we my are parents doing. are huge into yeah. that. Yes. That was a big thing for my, my parents. Mm-hmm. My grandma was big into that. Mm-hmm. Um, we. My mom would always say, watch out for the three Nephites. Oh, no way. She would say that? Yes. Like, there's these three Nephites. They, do, they go around and they do good. So sometimes we would hear stories and she's like, I wonder if that was the three Nephites. Oh my So gosh. I was always looking for the three fights.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. And um,
1: then we always did, mm. always, always family prayer, family scripture, oh, yeah. and family home meeting every week. Yeah.
0: We were pretty good about that. I don't know if we were always consistent, but man, I remember so many years, I mean, being woken up at 5 a.m. to you do scripture study. We wake up
1: early, but it was, oh, we I mean, woke not up that early. early but...
0: I, we, and we would all like be half like dead, dead. asleep. Also in our, as part of our scripture study, my mom would have like scripture masteries that we had to memorize. Oh my
1: gosh. Oh yeah. So
0: we would, we would, she had like this little flip chart and we would practice a scripture like every day saying it. And then until it's memorized, I still have some of those scriptures stuck in my head. So yeah, we did that too. Not so much on family home evening. I don't think we were super consistent on family home evening. Always family prayer and scriptures. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember being oh, super we were, consistent. And my dad home was evening. the one
1: that was always like, hey, it's, I yeah. mean, we always did it Sunday night because everyone was around, oh, yeah. all until, well, well into my teens. Wow. It was very <clears throat> consistent. Yeah. Do you remember Mary Miss Girls? Oh, yeah. Being in the Merry Miss, I think mm-hmm. it's just been replaced with activity days, but uh-huh. we learned a lot of home. Oh, yeah. Making skills. Oh, yes. I mm-hmm. mean, when I look back at the things, it was all about taking care of husband and children and home. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of like Gabby.
0: Uh-huh. So it was always cooking, cleaning, ironing. Mm-hmm. We learned how to iron.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. we learned how to
0: make soap. We learned how to make, bake, cook, bake things. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, so
0: dumb. Yeah. And we made crafts.
1: Yeah, like members craft. But yeah, all through young women's too, though the boys weren't doing. That. Yeah, but that wasn't
0: just Mary Miss, right? All three that young was women's. all through young women's yeah. like that is no, all right. we did. And
1: we had the personal progress. Yes, you ha- I mean,
0: do you remember? Off? hearing about the activities the boys were doing like they were going hiking and they were playing basketball and they were I i don't they were doing like they were doing those things fun things yeah. they were outside playing sports yeah. they were just they were doing fun things and we were
1: learning how to fix their holes in their socks like,
0: uh-huh you know, yeah we had to sew to on buttons we had yes. to learn how to sew on buttons and all I remember there always being such a like, it had to be spiritual. There yes, had to be yes. a spiritual message. There had to be a reason. You couldn't just do an activity for fun.
1: How about the the wedding dress? Oh, God. Um, fashion show?
0: I can't even. Oh, the I can't even with the, with the, yeah.
1: Oh, it's just like, oh, bless their hearts, these leaders. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I think it's so interesting, and we've talked about this a bunch, like, seeing the difference between... Being parented, being raised in the church Mm -hmm. and how we were parented and how, first of all, we tried to parent the same way. Right. And I really, I mean, I started out so strict with my Mm -hmm. son. Yep. I was this total like authoritarian, like I controlled every. Control. Step of his life. Yep. It's all about control, right? Mm -hmm. It's like down to what you wear and. What you... I mean...
1: Everything. What I you just, put in your
0: body. What you put in your body. What everything. What you put on
1: your body. What you see. What you mm-hmm, hear. Because mm-hmm. that's yeah. we're getting that from the church. Yeah. They control what we wear. What our yeah. underwear is.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I even... I mean, so I that's why... I was the same why,
1: too. I was the same way.
0: Yeah. And the whole goal is, like, we need to make sure we do all the things so that our kid is perfect right. or you know does well, all the right family things forever
1: we, yes and, and we need them to look the part right right that was my big thing is that is a reflection of how I parent that's a reflection right. of, of what kind of mother I absolutely. am.
0: absolutely isn't there some quote or maybe a scripture I don't know something about that the sins are on the heads of the parents yeah. or something like if we You're don't teach our kids yes
1: yes oh we should find that.
0: we should if we don't teach our kids well enough and they go astray. Right, it's, our, it's fault, our fault. Right, yeah. And so, like the forcing to go to church and all the things, like that's what we it's did out of fear. Yeah, it's totally.
1: We are parenting out of fear. And what is free agency if you contr- if if we're controlling every aspect? I think it's and hilarious. the church controls every aspect. So yeah. where's the free agency actually? Because if you choose something outside of it, then you're wrong. Then you're wrong. <laughs>
0: I laugh so hard at the free agency stuff right? now because I'm like, supposedly that's like the best gift we've right? ever been given.
1: I would tell tell my kids about free agency.
0: Yeah. But, but we never got to experience no. actual...
1: No. The the first time I had free agency that I can really remember is when I was in Hawaii and decided to take my garments off. Mm. I was done with the church and I never put my garments back on. And I went outside with a tank top on. It's It stuck with me.
0: Yeah. Because that's such a profound like... You're like, I just uh, completely, you know, actually something did s- just what I wanted to do. Something so simple. Yeah.
1: Was huge to me. Yeah. So, and I and had to do it in Hawaii because... Not nobody here. Nobody knows yeah. who I am there. Someone's going to judge me. Because you don't want anybody to see you don't in your tank top. they're going to talk about don't, me. Don't run
0: into the bishop or I something.
1: you can't. My garment are... The lines are gone. The garment lines are a real thing.
0: Oh, 100% so they I, are.
1: I, my whole parenting was about yeah. pleasing... Putting on a good show yeah. to please my, you know, people who would see us and my, really, my parents. I wanted them to be proud of me. I yes. wanted to be, and so it was, you know, we've talked about this conversation. I was in the car. I had five kids. I've been married 15 years. Okay. And I'm in the car and my mom calls and she's really upset because my sister has done something. I don't know. and it And people are talking about it and so she I'm trying to calm her down she's crying she's upset and she's like you you ruined our name because you know I didn't get married in the temple <sighs> you ruined our name you, you know that was it was so shameful not to get married and I've been married 15 years active in the church sealed in the temple you'd already been sealed and I don't know where it came from yeah because I thought we had a good relationship but um that and that was out of the blue she's yeah. like our name is all we have And, and you've ruined it.
0: So, so she was seeing whatever your sister was doing that she saw as a mistake or whatever. She basically saw it as your fault because you started the ball rolling. Like you made the first mistake and ruined our name. So now everything that anybody else does. Yeah. It's because you...
1: Our name is all we have, is what she said. Our name is all we have. Our, you know, like, our reputation. I don't know
0: how you ruin. I just... And I, I don't get it. that. And I ruined
1: it. I okay, I'm driving to Costco. That but is... the middle so... of the day. I just... And I was almost like, okay, I give up that. Like, I don't... I don't know. Right? And just kind of... The call ended abruptly, and we never discussed it again, and...
0: You still have never still discussed it? She's
1: still holding on... No. She's still holding on to that I didn't get married in the temple. And yeah. you know that was a shit show, anyways, because it was uh, nobody wanted to be there. I mean, it was so shameful. I wish we would have just eloped. Oh yeah. But anyways, it's it's fine.
0: But well, it's funny because I, you know, not being a part of your family, but I was there at your wedding. Was I was totally unaware. I was mm-hmm. actually like I literally had the thought, you know what? Like her parents are being so supportive.
1: Yeah, it's because. We put on a good show. You guys are
0: really good at faking it. We are good
1: pretenders. (laughs) Yes.
0: Like I said last week, my family was the perfect fakers. Yes. Like, we were so good at pretending. And your family, I bought it. Mm -hmm. Like, they seemed like they put on a really beautiful wedding for you. My grandma
1: said, if you're not getting married in the temple, I'm not coming to your wedding. She didn't say that to me. She said that to my mom. She ended up coming. But how, like, what is that? (laughs) How can the
0: church (laughs) preach families? When they teach people to reject their family mm-hmm. if they make a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's conditional love. Absolutely. Always. 100%.
1: That,
0: and that's one thing that I always felt from yeah. my mom was conditional love. It was conditioned on me making her happy and making yes. doing all the right things to make everything look good.
1: Well, and that's how I mothered. My mothering was yes. conditional. Yes. Like the, first, oh. the first 10 years, it was like, hey, you check all the boxes and you do everything and then I'm going to love you. But if you don't, then I'm going to punish you and it's going to be guilt and not mm-hmm. punish like physical, but like, right. you're not going to forget it yeah, and you're going to fix it oh. and you're going to make it And I'm going to make you I'm feel make bad sure, about it. Yes. I'm going to guilt you into it because that's what, that's how I was mm-hmm. parented.
0: The manipulation. The
1: manipulation and guilt.
0: There's never an actual acceptance that from, you know, like I, I told the story last week about, um, you know, finally just allowing my son to leave the church. Yes. And yes, I did that. But I made sure he knew that I was mm-hmm, disappointed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still gave him the looks. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to be kind to him, but he knew. Yeah. There is no way, you know. Like, how toxic. Yeah. I just, oh, it like, makes gonna me guilt sick.
1: Them. We're going to guilt them to do things. Like, that's that's basically, if that's make, the basic plan for me.
0: Right. If you make people feel bad enough, yeah. they'll do the right thing. Right. Which is so backwards. <laughs> that's literally the opposite of what it makes them want to do.
1: Oh, it's terrible. Right? Yes.
0: So, yeah. But, and
1: that's how I was parented and I hated mm-hmm. it.
0: Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. It's, it's, so we have to, we have to give ourselves a lot of grace. Right. Right. When I look back on the things I did, and it's mainly with my first child because I started to, I started to shift. Yeah. But, um, I, I feel so much, I right. feel, I feel ashamed. Right there. I'm I right there with so you. feel yes. so bad about the way I parented. So I have to constantly remind myself I didn't know better. Right. That's all I knew. Yeah. And I really, but oh my gosh, I can't, I mean, if you asked my son, he he would literally say, I have to tell my mom to stop apologizing because yeah. we have had countless conversations right. where I've had to just like, like be so I'm broken hearted.
1: Right. I'm the same way. I've apologized to my son so many times. Tearful. Apologies. Tearful. I am so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll ever get over it. I. I it I, was the same with my son.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incredibly painful to think about the, the pain that I inflicted on my kid in the name of God.
1: (laughs) It's out of love.
0: It's out of love. That's what the church does. And just, I I have your best interest at heart. Bullshit. That is bullshit. And Mm -hmm. we were fed it and we, it got stuck in our brains Mm -hmm. and then we fed it to our kids. Yeah. And it's so painful, that reality. But... It's so nice to see the the contrast now.
1: Right? Right? That's what I was thinking.
0: Oh my gosh. Like it's
1: night and day. Like my first two kids, I have quite a gap in between my first two and my last three. Mm-hmm. And they had a different mother than my last three. They have.
0: totally did.
1: And my older kids will joke and be like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you got a different mom. You're welcome. Like my son will say, you're welcome. Because <laughs> I had to break her in. He broke
0: you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's liberating it is to be so... able to have like real conversations and thoughtful conversations with my children about the world and the choices they want to make
0: uh-huh.
1: and it's we have like such a great relationship now uh-huh. so I just you know you just have to let that all of that heaviness the parenting all yeah. of the weight from the church the guilt shame and fear parenting tactic go yeah and it's actually yeah. really easy
0: I am shocked at how easy it was. Yeah. I mean, I did a 180 degree turn the second I realized that the church was not true. Yeah. And you, I don't know, I sometimes I'm shocked at that. I'm like, how quickly, I mean, it's just unbelievable how quickly all of that goes away. Yeah.
1: And I was really scared. Yes. Like when I was done with the church, I was like, well, what do I do with my kids?
0: Oh, That yeah. was a real
1: fear is yeah. how do I talk to my kids about this how do I transition them out of it yeah do I let them still go there's all these questions and it was actually really easy to have a conversation we had multiple conversations mm-hmm. we would sit them down the first time and say this you know the church is not right for us um, these are some reasons why mm-hmm. and do you have any questions and yeah you know and then we'd have some other questions and conversations later on and it actually was very organic yeah how it came to be Yes. and and once we had those conversations even just the first one you could see a weight lifted off of my kids yes. like i could see especially the boys yes. you could see the weight lifted off of them same the, with my kids like do you, we don't yeah, we don't we don't love church we don't want to go you know so it it was then we won't
0: and isn't it so crazy because um i think that we were afraid to have those conversations we i was i was holding on to the church for dear yes, life you were. Because my husband had left. Right. And I was like, what are we going to do about the kids? Like, I have to make sure the kids stay in the church. I don't want them to follow him
1: yes. out. Right.
0: I had so much now fear. Now you have to
1: save everyone. Yeah.
0: Oh. So much fear. And once I once I took a step in that direction mm-hmm. and you realize nobody lights on fire. Right. And the, the house doesn't fall down. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're fine. Yeah
1: were better than fine. all
0: the fear was gone in like the blink of an eye all the fear
1: the hardest part I think is saying the words yeah and to your kids having that conversation Mm -hmm. I think that is the hardest part I think it's really scary you don't maybe you don't know how they're going to react yeah but I think that conversation is really important and then lots of follow up conversations yeah my daughter still wanted to go to Young Women's and participate in the activities and um, so sure yeah sure you know, have those friends and stuff. But she also is the one that is coming to me saying, blacks couldn't have the priesthood? They couldn't go to the temple until... So she. And that is, bugged her? That's bugged her. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't like it.
0: She probably is just like so confused by it. Like, right. why?
1: Well, and okay, so... It makes no sense. This is kind of off topic, but that's I fair. grew up with an aunt who was gay. Not, you know, not in the church. Mm-hmm. One of the best people I know. Mm-hmm. Love her. Yeah. And it, so it was really hard for me to reconcile... How she wasn't going to be in heaven with us mm. because she loves a woman and is committed to her wife. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really hard for me. So that's yeah. that's always been on my shelf. That was probably the first thing on my shelf was yeah. my aunt's such a good person.
0: Oh, yeah. She's one of the best. She really tries hard. Oh, yeah. She would do anything she's, for you.
1: Yeah. She's very sincere and oh, loving yeah. and kind. She's, she loves fiercely she does. So how do I teach that to my kids? Yeah. Cuz my kids see her. We're very we're, we're in a family that does stuff together. My kids see her. We're very close to her and very her wife. Close.
0: Yeah.
1: How do I tell my kids that yep, she's a good person. We love her, but she, we won't be with her forever. I mean, it's yeah. just always such a contradiction. Yeah.
0: yeah. And the reason she's not in the church is cuz the church rejected her.
1: Rejected her. her. Yes. Yeah. So how do I parent that I danced around it I avoided it oh yeah you just didn't talk about it yes yeah because
0: I remember it's been years back that I asked you about it I just said so what about this like Mm -hmm. what were you taught when you were little and you said "Nothing. nothing my mom never said a word it's your mom's sister it's my mom's sister never said a single word
1: we kind of just figured it, it was, out as we grew up.
0: Yeah. But it was like this, it was this thing you didn't
1: talk about. If you about. didn't talk about it, then it didn't exist. Right. That was a lot of the parenting I grew up with. Yeah. If we don't talk about it, it didn't exist. It's not there. So that was a real struggle for me is, if I don't know how to talk to my kids about this, so I yeah. just won't say anything. And that's terrible. Yeah.
0: That's not a way to live. That's
1: not a good way. And
0: g- going back to like the sex thing, we had no sex talks. Literally no None. Yeah. My, we make a joke because apparently my little sister was very inquisitive and asked my mom lots of questions. When she was younger? When she was young. Yeah. And one day she asked my mom how a baby got in her tummy. Mm-hmm. And my mom told her that it's just a very special hug.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> and... I heard that from my sister when mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I was probably 17 and I laughed so hard because, you know, I'd, I'd heard things from friends and from health class. I didn't, I never heard one single bit of sex education mm-hmm. from my mother. Yeah. Never. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think that maybe she would give me some advice about my wedding night. No. Nothing Mm-mm. we never discussed it. In fact,
1: my mom told me to have the talk with my little sister when she got married. She says, Will you go and talk to her? Oh now?
0: my gosh, so she uh, gave you the
1: responsibility. I had the responsibility.
0: Oh, I you
1: know I've been married for a couple years yeah. and clearly, but I, your I mom still was, couldn't talk about it. I was telling, yes. She's like, Will you talk to
0: her? Is that our parents' generation and or I'm something? Like, sure. I, think, I think it is. It is. It must be. See, I didn't. My mom never asked me to talk to my siblings and I never did. And
1: nobody talked to you about it. No. None of your
0: sisters. But I should have talked to my younger sisters and I didn't. Well it's so taboo. You know what though? (laughs) I just realized why. They were having sex before me. That's right. (laughs) I mean here's what happens when you don't talk about sex. When you have no sex education. All of your siblings get pregnant in their teen years. Right? right? Not all of them. But I had multiple sisters... Several
1: mm-hmm. get
0: pregnant before they got married
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they, they had no, they had no idea about protection, about mm-hmm. contraception. Like that was never discussed. And so what happens is you don't have safe sex. Right. The kids are still going to have sex. Sure. They just aren't going to know what the hell they're doing. Right. <laughs> and they're not going to know how to protect themselves <laughs> and how to do it safely. Yeah. And they're not going to know about consent. They're yep. going to feel, because women are meant, made to feel like they are property of men. Yes. Like they are in charge of, of the men's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, like their virginity is owned by a man. Right. That takes it from mm-hmm. them. Like that is such bullshit is teachings. Bullshit. I freak out over mm-hmm. that when we, we get talking. We were so, talking.
1: when you look back, how naive and oh, yeah. sheltered we were. Yeah. As, as far as sex goes. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, Throw us a bone, and, and I didn't. Or I can't. A boner. S-
0: <laughs> or a boner. <laughs> I love that. Um, I I wasn't I wasn't way better with my kids initially, like right. when they were young. Uh, talking about sex, my oldest was very inquisitive and would ask us a lot of questions. So we talked to him pretty early on. But my daughters weren't, and it wasn't mm-hmm. until like eighth grade health mm-hmm. that they had to like come home and talk to their parents mm-hmm. about these topics and they, we had to do a packet together mm-hmm. and it w- it was forced upon me and i still felt really uncomfortable yeah. with it well once i left the church that all that discomfort went away mm-hmm. i was like
1: hey this is a thing this like, is nothing to be ashamed this about is, yes <sighs> this is the shame this is a huge part of who yeah. we are as human beings yeah is that we're we're sexual yes there's nothing wrong with that
0: yes so when I had left the church and all of us had left the church, my oldest daughter had started dating somebody and she was 17. And I was like, Hey, when you guys are ready to start being sexually mm-hmm. active, let's, you know, let's make sure that, you know, let's You're get you safe. an IUD or mm-hmm. let's get you on the pill or whatever. Like, are you, are you guys, to- are, is this a topic you guys, and they'd only been dating like a couple months, yeah. but I knew like, Hey, this Why is, let's this is coming. They're 17. Yes. And, and she's like, Yeah, Mom, I think that's a good
1: idea. It's amazing. I just can't even imagine. Yeah.
0: So we made an appointment. We went to the doctor. We got an IUD. The doctor's like, so are you sexually active? And she said no. And the doctor was shocked. She looked at me and she's like, so you're doing this preventatively. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah. She's like, oh my gosh, this is so wonderful. This is
1: the first time ever.
0: She's like, you're a (laughs) wonderful mother. She was so proud of me. And I was like, yeah. It's so crazy how rare this is. Like, yeah. why are we not doing why are we not doing this for our kids? Mm-hmm. Like, so I mean, I have I I've known people who knew their son was sexually active mm-hmm. and was not using protection. And they said, We will not give him condoms because <laughs> that will make him think he can do it more.
1: Oh, gotcha. Right. So then you can just raise the grandbabies.
0: That's logical thinking, I right? Mean- Like, we we don't want to encourage I get it,
1: though. Like, that's kind of how... That's how we used to be, I guess. That's how we used to be, is you're giving them permission. They're doing it anyways. They're doing it anyways. I know I was. It's just like... Yeah. I think it's amazing. What a great trend to start. Yeah. Getting on birth control... Yeah. ...as a preventive measure to having babies... Yeah. ...when you're not ready for them. Yeah. It's insane. And that's crazy crazy do you, talk do, do you remember it's total <laughs> crazy talk do you remember when we were kids
0: hearing things like um well if you're old enough to have sex then or if you're mature enough to have sex then you're mature enough to have a baby like mm-hmm. you shouldn't be having sex if you're not right. ready to have a baby right like it's your fault if you get pregnant it's a punishment it's yeah. a punishment and yeah. for and, the
1: rest of your life yeah
0: and so stop doing grown-up things yeah. if you're not ready Ugh. well guess what sex isn't really a grown-up thing it's it's a youth thing.
1: Mm-hmm. It starts it pretty is. young,
0: having those you know that desires and the sex drive and all the hormones. They are raging through yes. their bodies.
1: That it is terrible. <laughs> I I'm kind of
0: pissed because I feel like I missed out. <laughs> right on like the most the fun, the funnest sex I could have had in my life. I, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm having pretty good sex now, but right. it took a while. Sure, like, that messes with you for a long time. Like. Being such a taboo, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're supposed to do it all the time. That messed with me for a while, yeah, and I, I didn't know anything about sex. I think it does. Mess I thought with it was that. just supposed to happen and be glorious, right?
1: And it no. it wasn't that simple. No one tells you. Mm-mm. For the girls, it's not that simple. No,
0: it took me so long to yeah. figure out my body and yeah. how I respond, and. Yeah what makes me feel good well, like our, it was really like, hard
1: play, like have a toy oh yeah a small pile we
0: have to do a whole episode on sex yeah. can we do that yeah. we we need it's to do stuff. an entire episode also because i think we can learn a lot from you you are the sex queen
1: <laughs> i don't know about that yes, you i'm are. a little bit more adventurous
0: yes i i need to learn some things from you cuz i'm pretty i'm pretty <laughs> i'm pretty lame but isn't it so nice that like We can talk about these things with our kids because like my daughter can come to me, like when they did it the first time, like she came and told me and I was like, oh Oh, my gosh. I was like, how how was it? Was it great? Was it wonderful? Like we talked about that. It's, and I, and I felt no, like.
1: She's in a loving, committed relationship.
0: I felt nothing negative Mm -hmm. about that at all. Yeah. You know what? I have actually, and maybe I'm crazy, but even if she wasn't in a yeah, loving, you're committed right. relationship, you're right. If she wants to do it, it like it, as long as it's consensual and right. safe,
1: you're absolutely right. Do you like, see the Mormon sneaking out of me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Still in there. Yeah. Still got a little bit in there.
0: Yeah. It's it's unbelievable we how do much the sex this changed.
1: Sex podcast while we're drinking wine.
0: Oh, we should definitely.
1: Yeah. Cause I get slutty and uh, loose when I drink wine. <laughs> slutty and loose. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, our relationship with our kids is just so much better. <sighs> yeah. Quarantine free. Yeah. yeah. Like, no I, guilt, shame, and fear, and
0: manipulation. I, the, mm-hmm. I, that's been the story of my life. Is being my feelings and my actions have been manipulated mm-hmm. and tried to be controlled by a parent, and then I turned around and did that to my kids. Yeah. So. That's been the biggest thing for me. Leaving the church was fantastic, but parenting after Mormonism is golden. Yeah. It is the best I thing get a hallelujah? ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't, yeah, I don't feel fear. The The fear phobias that the church implants in you from
1: an early age are so Just go watch toxic. Brad Wilcox's talk. Yeah. That is what the church oh, is to teach you. Do you want to know... I mean, that's, that's a basic raw theme right there. Yeah. Fear, guilt, and shame. You will lose everything.
0: everything.
1: Yeah. It's terrible.
0: I'm really hoping because we got out of the church when my youngest was seven. Mm -hmm. And it's really funny because I really don't think that she has, and it might come out later, but I feel like she doesn't have a lot of that like mind game like
1: oh yeah she
0: indoctrination brainwashing I think she'll be
1: interesting. I
0: think she got out of a lot of that yeah. because even the last few years before we left the church you know from the time she was like four or five, my husband had left yeah. and I was progressing and you know so I mean okay this last week she has started saying oh my God
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I don't know why but it brings me joy
1: because <laughs> it was so. So, I mean, my mother will not even watch shows. That say, oh my or, God. or they take, or they say Jesus Christ and take oh. the Lord's name in vain. She yeah. won't watch it.
0: My daughter has said Jesus Christ before, like, like mad, like Jesus. No, just Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. As a swear. And it makes me laugh. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. don't, that, that may sound really bad to some people, but yeah. I think it's hilarious and I love it. Yeah. Because It just makes me feel like she doesn't have the guilt and shame about words. It's just a word. It's just an expression. It'll be
1: interesting to see. It'll be interesting to watch her grow.
0: Yeah. And I love that she has several non-Mormon friends. So I think that helps. Because we're still in a very Mormon community.
1: Surrounded.
0: Yeah. But she has found several friends that are not Mormon. Mm -hmm. And that, you know... And I think that's I think people who kids who are Mormon are kind of like staying away. Sure. Well and, yes. And that's fine.
1: Yeah. Is so fine. be it. So that good. doesn't And if if, if if anything, she's gonna be an example. I mean they're gonna yeah. watch her. Yeah. And they're gonna think, Oh well, she she's didn't burst fine. into flames. Yeah. Like, she's she's a good person. Like I didn't think you could be a good person outside of the church. Mm. I honestly thought, Oh those poor people. Yeah, I wonder why you thought that. <laughs> Right, oh. and and that, and you
0: felt pity for them. Oh yeah, did you feel pity for yes, well, everyone? Well, growing up, in you young young women felt sorry and stuff. You're,
1: for them. You, I had some non-member mm-hmm. friends, and I was always trying to figure out ways to invite them to activities and bring them to church because mm-hmm. that missionary work is mm-hmm. every member a missionary, right? Yeah. It's just so you felt sad for oh, them, it's like too they bad. were
0: missing all the joy yeah. that they could have in their life. Seriously, can you believe it? It's just <laughs> insane. So yeah, the. I highly recommend <laughs> leaving the church yes. and then parenting and your then kids. And then
1: parenting, yes. Um,
0: first. Parenting kids outside of Mormonism is
1: so freeing and. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just the, the best. Because yeah. you're not looking at your kids to give you something. Right. like They don't have to prove anything. Yep. They just can be. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. <laughs> and I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. I wish that I would have had the opportunity way to... long ago. Right. Yeah. I wish that's how, but we do what we, we're breaking the, we're breaking oh, this generational trauma.
0: We are breaking the cycle.
1: I hope we are.
0: Ugh. Oh. Trying. Are you stressed that your kids will date and marry other Mormon kids? I, I'm
1: really not. I'm not going to live in fear anymore. So yeah. maybe they do. Then we, yeah. we roll with it and we deal with it. I just like, it. maybe they do. Maybe I really they don't. hope they don't. I just want them to be <laughs> ha- happy, happy, genuinely yeah, happy, and not trying to prove something. I feel yes. like I was always trying to prove something and be worthy. I always yeah. wanted to just do the checklist so that I was a, a worthy kid, that so mm-hmm. that I could earn my love, earn. earn the love, earn my place,
0: earn that so-called unconditional oh, love, it's and just, yeah. yeah, just your worth, yeah, your worth, and you know, God's love has to be earned. Yeah, in the church, I always you felt know, that too. One thing we
1: talk about too, in my is we. Heavenly mother. Uh, that's one thing. I have a picture of a heavenly mother giving a daughter a blessing in my house. Uh-huh. And we replaced the proclamation of the family with one that is yes, more appropriate. That's yes. not, that, that's includes, inclusive of all. Yeah. Any family can, you know, families look all different ways and shapes and we talk about it. And just, just those things is heavenly mother. And sometimes I take charge of like, who's going to bless the food. You know, do you just, guys
0: still say prayers? We
1: not always. We don't. But like when we have a big family gathering? Oh, yeah. You know how it's like? Oh yeah, you've
0: got to say a prayer cuz all your family. Which is there.
1: fine. Right. We still do sometimes, but you know where the the husband is supposed to say? Oh yeah, he's in charge. Uh-uh. He's supposed to ask. I'm in charge. Yeah. And I do it. I love that. It. And it's just those little things that
0: I bet that bugs the crap out of your mom.
1: <laughs> I probably. And I, I love know. it. I don't know. But it's just those little things. Is Why wouldn't you talk to your Heavenly Mother? I know. Can you imagine never talking to your mom again? Or your kids never talking to you? I <laughs> <laughs> you can You <laughs> can't. But your kids. Your kids yeah. saying, nope, you can only talk to your dad. Yeah. It's just. Wow. How did we accept
0: that? How are we okay with that? Well, first she's of all, so I'm pretty so... sure most of my life I didn't know she existed.
1: Right. And she's so sacred or yeah. something. It's just. Dumb. We have to so keep dumb. her a secret. It's because secret. it's a patriarchy. I mean. I could go on and day, on for days like oh, yeah.
0: we have to do a whole episode give on me a patriarchy. Se- give
1: me seven hours and I,
0: <laughs> yeah and we can go on and on but yes I love that
1: but little things. like yeah. this is how I parent now little things yeah. little just looking for ways to yeah to strengthen them give give them build a relationship with them that's sincere and
0: yeah and that is all, sincere where they
1: don't have to earn my love mm-hmm It's still, I mean, it's still, parenting is a shit show. Oh, yeah.
0: No, there's still a lot of hard things. Dude,
1: it's a totally different game after the church. Mm
0: -hmm. So much better. So much less pressure. They get to just be who Mm -hmm. they want. I love that last week you said something about how your kids don't want to have kids or, you know, they're not sure they want kids. And you're like, that's fine. I'm still having a hard time with that because I feel like I'm owed grandkids. (laughs) 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 Well... I'm going to really try though. I I'm not putting that. pressure on them for sure.
1: I say that. It's fine if you don't want to because I really think they'll change their mind. I think they will But too. I think they should wait until they're 30. Oh, yeah. Like, go and yeah, live your no life. No pressure. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah. My my daughter is moving in with her boyfriend mm-hmm. next week. And they are 19 years old. This is the same boy from back mm-hmm. when she was 17. Same boy. He's great. Um, and I'm completely fine with it. Mm-hmm. There is no reservation in me whatsoever that feels like I have to
1: feel bad about this right. choice that she's making. I think it's fantastic. But do you find yourself trying to defend it a little bit? Oh, with to my right? family? Yes. yes. Meet, Yeah. Find oh, I'm I i have not even
0: said anything to my or family. Or I'm trying
1: to justify it.
0: Yes. And yes. then I pull back
1: and like, no. There's no reason why it. you should have to yes. explain, give no. an explanation. Yeah. yeah.
0: I haven't said anything to my family yet, but that's definitely in the back of my mind, like, I'm I'm trying to be like, yeah, you know, when when it comes up, oh yeah, they moved in together. Mm-hmm. That I'm gonna to have to be able to say that with some confidence right. and not feel like I have to explain it yeah. to anybody.
1: Yeah. But I'm perfectly heads, fine with it. Just I'm happy up.
0: for them. Like,
1: oh right, I know. My son and his girlfriend have been living together for man. They've been together for three years and they've yeah. been living together for a year. So yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But I'm sure you know. I'm sure my mom's head is like spinning when Exploding. she heard that. <laughs> I know that they're not okay with that. Yeah. But what are they? You know.
0: What, what are they, they going to
1: do? <laughs> <laughs> can't do anything or
0: say anything. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. So, this has been super fun. We have so many, I mean, it's like we keep stopping ourselves and going, we have to do a, a whole podcast yeah. on that because there there are so many topics that we could dive really deep into yeah. and maybe maybe next maybe next episode we need to talk about sex more because sex. yeah. Like I said, she is the the sex queen. It is Oh um, wow.
1: <laughs> I do enjoy
0: I know sex. I know you do. I
1: really love having yeah. sex with my husband. Yeah, he's pretty good time. Yeah, he's so
0: pretty good. oh my gosh, it's gonna be so good. And it's so I'm much, so excited it's so for the much next fun episode.
1: After oh yeah, leaving the church. Yeah, mm.
0: and we actually get to wear the underwear we want to oh, wear. Baby.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, this is gonna be so good. So you're definitely gonna want to come back and listen to our next episode. <laughs> it's gonna be really, really great. Oh, so. All right. I think that's I think we we've come to about an hour. I mean we're we're close to that. Yeah. I think we've covered all the things we wanted to talk about and more. It's so
1: easy to just go to just and go and go.
0: Next episode, we're gonna talk about sex. We're gonna have some wine.
1: Yes. (laughs) This is gonna be a good time.
0: Definitely come back for that. (laughs) this is so fun it really is giving me life i love
1: it it is fun i'm having a good time all right okay we'll see you next time see you later bye guys bye